This is the Mormon Mixed Faith Marriage Podcast with Certified Life Coach Brooke Booth, episode number 18. So it's January in Michigan where I live. I'm just in the suburbs of Detroit and it is such a beautiful winter day. We have a beautiful backyard and that's what I'm looking at as I record this podcast. But I'm going to talk about something not as pleasant today. I'm going to talk about passive aggression. And I'm talking about this, you may be thinking, oh, well, that doesn't really apply to me. And I think it might be worth listening to this podcast, even if you think this doesn't apply to you. Because I've seen personally and professionally that passive aggression is extremely common. So I have this theory that those of us raised in the LDS culture, we are taught to not like confrontation. We do not like disagreement. We do not like not being on the same page. All of these things feel wrong. They feel uncomfortable. And I believe this is due to many things. One part of this is that we've been taught to avoid contention at all costs. And we often interpret this to mean avoid disagreement and avoid conflict. We often conflate disagreement and conflict with contention. So when disagreement and conflict arise, and trust me, they do in any relationship, it feels wrong. So we try to avoid it. And what this leads to is it doesn't eliminate disagreement and conflict. Those are inherent in any relationship. It drives it underground. It leads to indirect conflict, indirect disagreement. And this is more commonly called passive aggression. Now, note and you've probably picked this up by how I've already framed this, there's nothing wrong with conflict and disagreement. These are normal and can be very healthy to help us inform our choices. Being spiteful, malicious, unkind, and mean, yes, those can be problematic. But the two are not, they don't go hand in hand. And as I said earlier, often we conflate the two. We think Conflict and disagreement has to mean being spiteful and malicious and unkind and mean. And it does not at all. Okay, let's come back to this idea of passive aggression. When we're constantly trying to avoid conflict, we tend to default to passive aggressive techniques and and approaches. Passive aggression is when you express negative emotions indirectly instead of talking about them directly. This behavior may look like the following, saying everything is fine, even when you're upset, withdrawing, avoiding silent treatment. You may deny anger or frustration. That's very similar to saying everything fine, um, even when you're upset. You may act neutral, pleasant, or even cheerful when you don't actually feel that way. 
you complain about things. Complaining is one of my personal favorites, but you may complain about any number of things instead of actually voicing um, your disagreement. Complaining may look like uh, you may complain about taking care of kids at church instead of saying you're sad to go alone. Procrastination is another very common thing with passive aggression. And a lot of times this is done in a way to sort of punish our partner. And then just generally feeling like nothing is satisfactory. So I think we act this way for a number of reasons. Like I was saying, and one is thinking that it's bad, and I mean very bad, to be angry. If we act angry, a lot of times we have been taught and we believe that this means we're not a good person. We're not kind and good and loving. So the funny thing is, in our efforts to avoid feeling angry and acting angry, we ignore, we nag, and we lie instead when we default to passive aggression. So let me talk about anger for a minute here. Anger is not bad. It's not a problem. It's not something you should eliminate from your life. It's an emotion that is part of the full human experience. The problem isn't anger. The problem is often how we react to our anger. Or really any emotion, like frustration or annoyance or irritation, disappointment, sadness. Sometimes when we have these emotions, we react in ugly ways. Right? This is back to the, the mean, spiteful, malicious stuff. We, we may yell, we may throw things, we may have a tantrum, we may be snarky. And I want to suggest it's totally possible to feel anger and act calm and act kind and act reasonable. It's possible to feel anger and not react from our emotions. If you process anger first, you can do this. However, when we judge anger for even being present in the first place, we cannot process it. If we're avoiding it, we're often reacting to it. And that's when things get ugly. So if you really think being angry is a problem, I'm guessing the passive aggression may show up for you. So this was certainly me for a very long time. I thought being angry was just bad. Just just something to be like I should never feel angry. And so as such I'm very skilled at passive aggressive behaviors. It's, One of the default behaviors I've had to do a lot of work around to unlearn. I I complain instead of telling how I feel. I avoid instead of communicating my feelings and processing them. I claim I'm fine when in fact I'm deeply upset. So this may be a common behavior in your mixed faith marriage. And I'm going to give you a few examples so you can start to see how this may look. You might be asked by your spouse, how are you? You seem upset. And you may answer with, I'm fine. Instead of saying, you know, I'm, I'm hurt by 
your comment earlier about my faith transition in front of the kids and I need some space right now to process this emotion and I'm not ready to talk about it right now. One is indirect, one is direct. Another way passive aggression may crop up is you point out all the hypocrisies and inaccuracies in a sacrament meeting talk. Instead of telling your spouse that you've decided to stay home and having your own back about your decision to step away and stay home. Here's another one. You, you're conveniently not at home when your spouse gets back from hours away at church so they can know what it feels like to be alone during some of the precious family leisure time each weekend. Instead of home and excited to greet your spouse upon their return and using that time together. These are all forms of being passive aggressive. Sound familiar? Maybe, maybe not. Happens all the time to so many people in a mixed faith marriage. And it's totally under the radar. We do these things without realizing we're even acting in a passive aggressive way. Because a lot of times we're just reacting from our emotions that are buried so deep, we often don't even realize what's happening. We're not giving ourselves permission to decide on purpose how we want to feel. The irony is we want love. We want approval from our spouse. But the passive aggression creates anger and rejection. And it creates indirect communication. Passive aggression kills emotional intimacy. It derails our best intentions. You know, that this week... I'm going to do better. This Sunday, I'm going to do better. It's a learned skill. Like, we learn how to be passive aggression, aggressive. We learn it in all sorts of situations, maybe from your family of origin, maybe from friends growing up. We learn it. But luckily, it can be unlearned. You can learn to be direct and honest and clear. You can learn to process your emotion. It takes skills. To learn this, it takes practice, but it is 100% possible to learn how to direct, to communicate in a direct way instead of communicate in a passive aggressive or indirect way. If you're thinking, Brooke, yeah, okay, how? That's a lot of what I do in my coaching with my clients. If you're interested in learning these skills, but you don't know how, this is when we need to get some help. Get on a call with me. I offer free calls where we can find out where you are in your mixed faith marriage. Find out where you want to be. Find out the skills that are missing in order to help you get where you want to be. And then in coaching, we'll work on developing those skills. We'll work on creating, you know, the skills to process your emotions the skills to communicate directly, the skills to be okay that we're humans and that sometimes we feel anger without having to explode or be snarky or indirect when we feel certain emotions. These are super important skills in so many facets of our lives, but especially, especially in our marriages. All you need to do is go to brookboothcoaching.com. That's Brook with an E, Booth without an E, and click on schedule a free call with me. And let's let's talk about your marriage. Let's talk about what skill sets you need to develop 
and figure out the best way for you to develop them and if coaching is what you need to do that. Okay, wishing you the very, very best.